0: Today, my sermon is going to start with the disciples. The disciples are those good people who met Jesus along the way and who found in Jesus something special. They followed after Jesus in order to learn from him, to discover about him and God and understand the truth that he brought down on earth. And all along the way, the disciples did their best But what we see in the Gospels over and over and over again is that the disciples never quite got it right. The disciples always seem to fall a little short of what Jesus hoped for them. And we see something similar in today's Gospel lesson. In today's Gospel lesson, we have that wonderful story of the Transfiguration, where Peter, James, and John go up the mountain with Jesus, and while they are there, Jesus is transfigured in front of them. Jesus physically changes in front of them. They are able to witness the glory of God, this incredible, profound, completely mysterious glory up on the top of that mountain. And just when you think perhaps they might get it, Peter says, yes, let's build something here and let's stay up here on the mountain forever. And Jesus doesn't even really have to say anything because this cloud comes and surrounds them, scares them to death and says, this is my son, the beloved, listen to what he says. And Jesus says, we cannot stay here. We cannot stay up here on the mountain. We cannot just build nice things away from everyone else. We have to actually go back down and do this work. I think for us, it's very important, us, the church, that we remember that, yes, physically, we might need a building. I mean, it's cold outside, so we need to be inside to have a little nice moment together, but we cannot stay in these pretty buildings that we build. We come here to be refreshed, and that's a good thing. Jesus did take Peter, James, and John up the mountain in order to be refreshed, to witness God, to be filled up, and to be inspired But then they didn't stay there. They went back down the mountain. Because Jesus' real point is not to build buildings. Jesus wants to build disciples. And that doesn't happen until we go down the mountain. Excuse me. You know, Christianity, what we follow, what we believe, what we learn, can seem very complex. Because throughout time, we've had people who have been very smart and very intentional, and they have written a whole bunch of stuff about theology that seems to make what appears simple, very complex. But you've probably heard me say before that theology exists because if we actually just took Jesus at face value, we'd have to do it. And most of us, don't necessarily really want to do all of that, and so we try to make it complex, and then we're able to hide behind the complexity. But Christianity is really quite simple. Christianity is about just loving each other. Now, as modern people, we like to think that we can understand everything, that we have this right to understand everything, And yet, even when we try to do right, even when we try to love, we fall short. And it's frustrating, because we want to be good at what we do. And today, I've been thinking about the fact that not only do we try and fail, then we get frustrated about that failure. We are fundamentally impatient people. If we want to do something right, we want to do it right, and we want to do it right now. And we are impatient to try and figure out how to be better people, not just do better, but how to be better as well. And so I take the transfiguration story and I want to put it right up next to the story from Exodus that we heard just before. This story from Exodus where Moses comes down off the mountain and he is so shiny that he has to cover his face or else it would be a little too disconcerting for everyone else who sees his shiny face. And it's a wonderful story about how God has filled Moses up and Moses goes down and is able to reflect God's light to the people. Except that story is just a few verses after the story of Moses coming down the mountain the first time. You see, Moses had already been up on the mountain He'd already received this truth from God, but he just took too long. And while Moses was up on the mountain, the people at the foot of the mountain got impatient. And they started talking amongst themselves and plotting amongst themselves. And they did something they thought was good that ended up becoming the golden calf. Not so good. And when Moses came down off the mountain to meet the impatience of the people, God Anger was kindled in his heart, and yet even after the golden calf, which for us is probably the epitome of being misguided, even after that moment, Moses goes back up and visits God again, and God sticks with the people again. Another chance to discover the truth. See, God wants us to know the truth. God wants us to rediscover the truth over and over again. We will never fail too many times. We will never fall short too many times for God to let us go. Today, as we end the season of Epiphany, we'll be shifting into a new season of Lent, and it's an opportunity for us to pause again and to listen again to what God would want us to be. None of us have done it exactly the way we wish. None of us have been as godly as we hoped to be. And Lent gives us a chance to both reflect and listen. Except Lent is one of those times when we're supposed to reflect and listen, which means we have to be patient, we are not patient. And so this morning, I want to invite you to reflect and listen during Lent. And I want to make sure that you hear me say, we are not too busy and important to do that. None of us here is too busy to actually take a few weeks to listen, to be quiet, and to be patient so that God can speak to us fresh. God can speak to us again. God can take us and change us and make us into something that will actually begin to serve the world in new ways. You know, when I consider the future of the church, I think it's important for us to take these moments because fundamentally, the church is about relationships. Fundamentally, we gather together, not because we have to be together in order to receive and understand and witness God's truth, but because it's so much better when we walk this way together. We need one another, and our world is more lonely than it has ever been before. How many times do we see people express their loneliness Countless times, people have come to me to say that they feel disconnected from their family, that they feel disconnected from their friends. They don't really have those good, loving friendships that they wish they did. And even though we all have so many friends all over the place digitally, how many of us have those people in our lives that we know we can rely on? My hope is that those of us sitting in this room may actually have those people, because this is the family we choose. This group of people here are the people that we want to travel with. But how many people out there feel lonely and disconnected and need the hope and the grounding of the relationships that hopefully most of us actually have as part of this church family? I mean, I say it all the time. I see people in the news, media outlets, and they're talking and they're ugly and they're mean. And I say, you know, I really just wish I could give them a hug because they they just need a friend, right? They need someone to bring them back to what is good because they have skewed so far off the rails that they think that being ugly and judgmental is really what they should be, but it's not. And this desire to kind of give them a hug I mean, that might be a little cheeky, but fundamentally, it's the same idea. We have a little bit of hope. We have goodness and love inside of us because God has been present to us in a very real way. And we actually have the ability to share that with those who feel so disconnected from the truth. God is calling each one of us to do something new. God's Spirit is being planted inside of us so that we can be instruments, be vessels for God's truth in the world to help people find God, to find their core, their center, and their purpose. This week, as we begin a new season, I invite you to take at least a little bit of time to be quiet and prayerful and to listen. Because each one of us has a particular gift that God can use to help bring about the kingdom of heaven on earth now. And each one of us has more that we can give. So stop and listen and prepare yourself to respond to God's call. Because every one of us, especially everyone out there, will wish to have a little bit of God's kingdom of heaven right now. And we can be the ones who bring that about. Amen.